the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, Mark Salem. And someone sitting next to me, you want to wake up and say your name? Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. How's everything going on your end of the world? Real good. This is my son, Alan, and uh, we're here to answer your questions. The disclaimers that they play in front of and and, and after the show says it doesn't represent the, the management all that kind of stuff well, well that's true but but this is not an advertisement for anything we're here to talk about car repair we're here to help guide you and that's our only motivation you can certainly go to any shop you want and we we say at the very beginning if you have a shop that you really love and they take good care of you there is no reason for you to change on the other hand if you don't have a shop then we have a couple listed that that you can go to and and I want to tell you now and I'll tell you for the rest of my life I don't make a dime off of your visit I don't make any bird dog fee. I don't make any commission. I don't make anything at all if you visit one of my shops. And all that information is available at MarkSalem.com. And you can also leave me an email at MarkSalem.com. Or you can remember my email address at Mark at MarkSalem.com. So I saw a motorhome in your bay the other day. What are you doing to that? We've got a uh, we've got a big motorhome in there, big diesel pusher that we're uh, putting some um, supplemental airbags, some towing airbags uh, on the back of this thing. Evidently, this guy tows a, a big race trailer uh, and wanted some supplemental airbags. He did all of his research. He found the best one, and uh, so we are uh, we're installing it for you. Pretty or installing it for him. Uh, pretty big project. Uh, pretty neat thing. Pretty pretty sophisticated. Got a lot of a lot of bells and whistles, and uh, it's a pr- pretty nice install. Okay, so is the trailer tongue weight so great that the the airbags that presently exist on this are incapable of keeping the coach level? There is no uh, airbags on it right now. It is just a leaf-sprung rear end. Oh, all right. So, so the tongue weight's got to be something. His headlights are up in the air. How big is this motorhome? How long is it? I, I think it's uh, uh, 34 foot, and it's one of those ones that's got the semi-truck front end with the with the you know uh, box on the back box on the back yeah okay so it's a it's kind of like a cl- we call it a big class b because a is the square box yep and the b usually has the van nose or yep. the big truck nose and it's a it's a it's actually a it's a gulf stream supernova okay i learned about those this week <laughs> <laughs> so so the idea is is that the the leaf the rear leaf springs are obviously squat in the back because of the trailer yep he's going to put airbags in there and these big huge airbags are going to keep the back end level correct now, is there a leveling switch in this kit there is a uh, it, it's an automatic auto ride leveler so it reads uh, it's got a you know it's got a, a, a stick between the suspension and the frame and as it 
comes together, it adds there all, all automatically. Okay. So, so it, it's got switches that, that that says if you put 10 guys on the rear bumper and you drop the rear bumper down, then the airbags will inflate and bring the bumper back up to where it was. Correct. Yep. Yep. And and you've got enough guys working for you that you could have all them guys stand on the rear bumper. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yep. and just do that. Now, wh- so that means... You, this diesel, are you going to use the air that comes from the diesel to no. fire up these bags? It's got its own, uh, it's got its own compressor, and it, it's got its own generating station, period, for this one. Okay, so it's completely separate than the Correct. brake system and the air, air system on the, on the diesel. Correct, yeah. And he did his, all of his own homework. So if it works, um, good for him, and if it doesn't work, what happens to you? Uh, nothing. Uh, he, I, I told him, I said, I, this, is not my, uh, this is not my area of expertise. I said, you find me the best one. You do all the research, and you ship me the one that you want, and uh, and then and then we'll install it because that's uh, that's one of those things that I, I would rather the customer do the research than me do the research and them not be happy. Okay. So if, yeah. But then we can follow up though on the backside of this, and in six months you can follow up with him and how did you do and what di- what is it lacking and what what lessons can we learn from this? So if Certainly. the opportunity if the question comes back up again, we can do that. Certainly. One one thing that's kind of interesting. Did you see that motorhome out there? Uh-uh, oh, it's a, it's a big, huge uh, diesel pusher semi truck. That thing's got a Ford six on it. A V eight six liter Ford diesel engine. Yeah, the one with all the all the problems. It's got a six-liter Ford pushing that gigantic monster motorhome. How does it do? I have no idea. I just drove it in. But <laughs> Can I we don't, lift that I, thing in the air? Um, you, you know what? He's got the back end lifted. I believe he said we could lift the front and the back. I don't think he needed to lift the back. So okay. Or the front, can, the front. I think we can do better than 30,000, so I'm pretty sure he can lift that thing because I don't think the gross vehicle weight of that is 30,000. I think the length is more of the issue, not the, not the weight. Okay. I, I, I think the axle between the two axles, the, the, the wheelbase, uh, but we, we didn't need to. So uh, He's he just, just lifting up the back. He just got the back up. So he has, to, he has to mount the air compressor. He has mm-hmm. to mount the air tank. Mm-hmm. He has to mount the lever of the switch that's going to add or subtract air to keep the bumper at a particular height. Yeah, and that, that, that came on a big uh, 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 square 2 by 2 all pre-wired. So basically you hook up, you, you hook up power and ground and an air hose and you're done. You just got to mount this, this tray. Real nice setup, real big. Uh, sophisticated compressor and all this kind of stuff stuff I'd never even seen before and you just basically mount it and uh, plug in your power and you're done okay so but you have to somehow bring a power supply to this oh certainly yeah yeah, okay. yeah. you got to run power and, and, and your grounds and your you hook up your airlines and the, okay. the warning lights and stuff sure. and welding uh, there's yeah some welding there's involved. some welding on the uh, mounting plates for the for the airbag system correct okay so compressor tank wiring the tray that has all that stuff mm-hmm. on it then the two airbags yeah, it, well, the airbags are actually mounted on a huge cradle that was already pre-assembled. So it's got this big, I mean, it came in a box that was two by two by four feet long. And the thing probably weighed three or 400 pounds, came on a forklift. And uh, and uh, so it was already basically prefab. We just get it up there and twist it in. All right, is it a bolt-in or weld-in? Uh, it's both. You okay. bolt it in and with the optional welding, and we chose to weld it as well. Okay, yeah. all right, good deal, good deal. Well, I've been working cows and working up north for the last two or three weeks, and um, it was sure tough for me to come home to this. I weather. can imagine. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been watching. I have it on my phone where it shows me weather down here and weather up there. And man, it's 51 degrees this cow. morning. I, I woke imagine. up this morning, went out at five o'clock to feed the horses, and uh, and and it was it was almost jacket weather. And I walk over by the barn, and I had stuck a bunch of horse halters in a five-gallon bucket with some soap. Oh yeah, because they were all grungy. 
So I set them in there, and then I hosed them off last night, and I went back in the house, and I forgot to turn the hose off. Oh, boy. So and, and through the, I was lucky because I didn't have it on full blast, but... So this morning I woke up and the entire garden and pasture too was flooded <laughs> because I watered the heck out of it last night. So anyway, and the horses are walking around and they're ankle deep in uh, in mud, but it's okay. It's it's okay. All righty, 602-508-0960. If you have any car questions, um, we can talk diesels. We can talk fabrication of some stuff. We can talk motorhomes. We can talk. Um, I got an estimate uh, on some repair work the other day. I had a guy call me the other day, Alan, and he says um, I took my girlfriend's car in to a uh, to a particular uh, uh, chain store and he says and I and I got what I consider to be an unusual uh, brake repair estimate okay and I said say no more and he goes why I haven't told you the rest of the story I says I'm not interested in the rest of the story he's a friend of mine so I can talk to him this way and he says well so tell me what you're thinking and I says well I know that it has brake pads and rotors and calipers and hardware kits and I know your estimates between seven and and nine hundred dollars and then he used some really bad words that I've never heard before oh boy he called me names and um, but he didn't hang up on me (laughs) (laughs) he says how do you know that and I says that's just the way it is it's it's everything now let's look at both sides of that issue this is their side their side is is don't you want your brakes to work as well as they did when you bought your car new? Right. Don't don't you think that your brakes? It's important for your brakes to to work as best they can. So therefore, it's important that I replace all the components that are, can possibly wear out. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's the other side of the coin? The other side of the coin is they're not bad. Well, that's that's beside the point. What's not bad? Well, the calipers aren't bad. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're not bad. The calipers aren't bad. The rotors have cuts on them. Uh, the rotors still have still plenty have... of metal that you can re- resurface the correct, rotors. Correct, correct, And and that's kind of the that's really the, the bulk of the issue is 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 that the one side says we're going to put your car back the way it was brand new, and 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 let's put it in in terms that people perhaps could understand a little bit better. Your shoes. Okay. When when you wear your shoes, you just kind of look at the soles, and once the traction part goes to smooth, <laughs> you, you replace them. Right, right. <laughs> but until then, it, it doesn't really do you much good. It's like breaking a lace and replacing the shoe. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, 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 you just need a lace, as long as everything else is in a good, good, good state. So anyway, um, the, the folks, the ballpark figure for an axle, it's a front axle or back axle on most cars today, um, is somewhere in the vicinity of $250. $250 will buy you a brake job. Now, the rotors have a minimum thickness, and let's just use some big numbers to help you understand. The minimum thickness on your rotor might be one inch, and really you have an inch and a quarter of metal on there. We have plenty of room at an inch and a quarter to machine both sides and make that record, record player smooth on both sides. We want it to be really, really nice because we want the very flat pad, the new pad, to hit a very flat surface so we have 100% contact. If we leave the rotor unturned, then I want you to think that the rotor looks like a saw blade. So when you put a flat pad against the saw blade, the only top portion of the pad that's going to touch the saw blade is the tips of the saw blade. Correct. So when you look at it from that point of view, now there are times that a technician may not decide to, to cut the rotors because A, they're flat already, and B, he doesn't see a real benefit for the customer. And 
years ago we had to cut every rotor but today some of the car manufacturers and brake people are saying no it's not that it, look it over better you guys but there's some of the rotors that don't need to be cut now we have expensive equipment that allows us to check to see if the brake pedal is going to vibrate when you apply the brake at 60 miles an hour we have very sophisticated measuring devices to tell you whether or not there's enough metal that we can shave off of this rotor and when we're talking about metal let me give you an example if I shave a rotor by three thousandths that's the thickness of a hair that's the thickness of a human hair is three thousandths of an inch so if I take a finished cut on both sides of the rotor I'm taking three on one side three on the other at six thousandths so I'm, I'm, we're talking small amount of money but here's what bothers me the most is most of the times on the back of the rotor it says minimum thickness is one inch or something like right, that. Right, right. Those guys are condemning rotors and you don't ever see them measuring the rotor and you don't ever see them take the rotor off to find out what the minimum is right. because they have different minimums. So just just beware, that's all. Just beware. And for 700 to $900, it's a good idea to go get another estimate. Yeah. Take it someplace else and have them give me an estimate and always ask for a detailed estimate. I want to specifically know the parts, the labor, the shop supply, the environmental charges, and the sales tax. Itemized. Itemized. itemized yeah. Specific, itemized, detailed estimate. Because you can't bid it otherwise. Otherwise, it's uh, it's just nothing. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. On June 12, 1987, the President of the United States drew a line in the sand for the Soviet Union. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Fast forward to 2014 when this president lays down the law to Russia. And this happens. This is what happens when you have this crazy notion that the U.S. is not really the leader of the free world and should stop leading from out front. Listen to this station to learn how we are going to get out of this mess. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto was a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. Welcome to the Medical Minute, brought to you by Dr. Dave Tayez from the Neighborhood Christian Clinic. Snoring affects 90 million adults in America. Though common in both genders, males and obese individuals are at greatest risk. Risk also increases with age. Over half of those who snore develop sleep apnea, which is dangerous because it leads to a drop in oxygen levels in your blood, increases strain on your heart, and causes a poor night's sleep. It is associated with daytime dysfunction and heart disease. Consult your doctor if your snoring disturbs others and you have any of the following. Excessive daytime sleepiness, morning headaches, recent weight gain, awakening at night confused, or a loss of attention, concentration, or memory. 
At the Neighborhood Christian Clinic, we serve the uninsured working poor. For nearly 15 years, we've provided medical and dental care while sharing the love of Christ to those in need. To volunteer or donate, visit us at thechristianclinic.org. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. 960, The Patriot. 960, The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Alan Salem, here at your service. The two of us have different skill sets. I'm a lot smarter than Alan, but um, he has tire he has tire skill sets that I don't have. Tires, wheels, aftermarket stuff, big tires, little tires, gear ratios, um, modifications. He's uh, his business. The performance side is uh, is a modification kind of business where they uh, make dreams come true. And I've even seen you put twin turbos on a Corvette. Sure. And blower a blower on my Camaro. Yeah. My new Camaro. They yep. put a, a, a supercharger on it, and they made me happy with the programming of the computer, which is the area I was most concerned about. But let me tell you about transmissions. Quality transmission in Tempe is a place that I regularly suggest that you go to if you have a problem when it comes to um, uh, uh, transmission problems. The The idea is, is the transmission guy needs to drive it and talk to you about the symptoms because that's the way you're going to get your car repaired properly. They tell me at Quality Transmission that only one out of every four or five cars actually needs an overhaul, and most of those are brought in on a tow truck because they won't move. So it is important for you to find a transmission shop that you can trust, and it's important for you to not let them take it apart before they give you a firm estimate. Otherwise, once they get it apart, that $1,200 bill is going to go to 3000 in a heartbeat, and you can't take it out of there because no one's going to take it in a basket. Quality Transmission is located on McClintock, north of University in Tempe. Bob and Steve, good guys, honest guys, and trust me when I tell you, they're, they're, they've got your interest in front of their own. Okay, let's go talk to Olaf. Olaf, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. See, I have a 2008 Toyota Camry, and it has the tire pressure monitoring system. Could you tell me in layman terms how that works, what uh, the pros and cons, what does the vehicle have to be moving uh, for the system to work, what happens if I increase the air pressure by three to five pounds per tire? Okay, too many questions. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, you hang on to those questions. Okay, you, uh, you're shaking your head. Yeah, I, does we, it have we, to be moving? Okay. Uh, uh, no, two, hold on, I'm going to ask your questions, Olaf. Yes, if you're resetting the the sensors. They have to be moving in order for them to be recognized. Okay, but he's not resetting them. So oh. he gets in in the morning okay. and he turns the key on. And is the tire pressure monitor systems awake yes. and, and available? Correct, yes. No questions. Are you going to hang your head on this? Yes. Okay. No, no questions. All right. And then the second thing is, is that how does it work? It works by uh, – there's a – every car is just a little bit different. That's what drives us to pull our hair out. But I, I know this because Andy has that car uh, or a car just <laughs> okay. like that. But um, – most of the time, they work with a sensor mounted on the wheel inside the tire, um, and it, it reads pressure. Um, some of them read, some of them turn on by different d- different parameters. Uh, for example, GM, they want to see the pressure that's on the door, uh, on the on the door frame there. Let's say it's on the sticker. It says thirty pounds. Thirty pounds. They okay. want to see thirty pounds plus or minus seven pounds. 
So at 37, you're okay. At 23, you're okay. At 22, the light comes on. At, at 38, the light comes on. Okay. Uh, I believe... Oh, go ahead. And, 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 and the sensor inside is either going to be placed on the inside of the wheel or it's going to be on the back side of the valve stem. That's Those correct. Those are the two common places. Correct. Okay. The sensor somehow magically simply determines what the pressure is inside the tire. Correct. And they're pretty doggone reliable. Yeah, they are. Okay. Very good. And when they go bad, it's just that the tire pressure monitoring system, TPMS, yes. um, it just says that that tire is flat and it, and, and it calls up a problem with that tire. Sometimes. Sometimes it just reads dashes. Sometimes it'll read 150 pounds. Sometimes it'll read 3 pounds when you know it's full. There's a, a, a multitude of different ways they go bad. Okay. Um, the other thing I was going to say, too, um, uh, uh, some other cars, they don't care what the pressure is, but what they want to see is they want to see a 10% window between all of the tires. So let's say you decide to run your 08 Camry at 40 PSI. If one tire is at 45 and the rest are at 40, it's going to trigger that light because it's overflated. Or if one is is uh, is 35 and the others are at 40, it's going to kick one on because it's not within 10% range. So they work in a multitude of different ways. And, and all the cars have it. Now, Andy, he, he alludes to Andy having this, this kind of car. Andy is my daughter and his, his, his sister, Alan's sister. And Andy has some high-performance tires and wheels on her cars. Correct. What size are those? A 20-inch. And so you had to completely reprogram all that. On her car, we weren't able to reprogram, but yes, we do, we do a uh, we do a, uh, a, a, a formula, right. and we go in there and we and we and we figure out what the tires. With her car, because it want, it has the 10% window, I can set the tire pressure to whatever our formula says, and be okay. Okay, and our formula he talks about is is we have a mathematical computer system that allows us to redo the door sticker on the cars that we change the tires and wheels from. So like on my truck, my yep. Dodge, yep. we went from 17 inch tires to 20 inch tires. Correct. And when we did, we had to change all the inflation values. And so then we're going to reprogram the. And some cars you can reprogram Correct. the window. Yeah. Sometimes you can move the window, like Alan said, seven up and seven down. That's a 14 pound window. Correct. You can move the window down five degrees or five pounds or up five pounds. You can move it around on some cars but not all cars right how many of the trucks do you move around can you do the new chevys not the 15s uh all the hds up to 15 we can do okay. uh the the 1500s up to 13 we can do um we can't we, what dodge no we can't do dodge yet okay. um but we can do ford now okay and uh you can change the parameters yes you correct. can go in and move it around yep okay. yep, yep. All right. So the TPMS is is a is a really nifty thing, and it is the problem with it is is that the computer has to know that the purple. I'm going to use this simplistic way. Yeah. The purple one's the right front, yeah. and the red one is the left rear. Right. If somebody rotates the tires around right. and doesn't tell the computer that we rotated the tires, then the computer's going to see the red one, and it's going to say, "Hey, your left rear is low." But you're going to check your left rear, but it's really the yellow one. And the red one is now on the left front. So when you have a tire pressure system problem, and it says that this tire is 5, 10 pounds less than all the rest of them, you have to check all four tires yeah. because it could be something problem. We have we some of the some of the funniest things we have is we have customers come in and it'll say left front tires down to 23 pounds. So they'll add they'll they'll add tire or air to the left front. Well, they'll get back in, and two days later, it's still on. So then they'll add 10 more pounds. Then they'll add 10 more pounds. Then they'll, well, really, they're working on the left front, but the problem is in the left rear. So they'll come in and go, I, I cannot get this thing to shut off. And we'll check a tire that's supposed to have 30 pounds, and it'll have 87 pounds. And we'll, we'll 
run like there was a grenade just thrown in camp <laughs> and going, whoa, the left front's at 17 pounds, or the left rear's at 17 pounds, and the left front's at 87, and that is scary. And that happens a lot more than you think. <laughs> Holy cow. No, I didn't ask you a question. Men or women? Uh, you know, it happens both ways, to be real honest with is you. Is there a predominant uh, sex that involves an It usually ad? happens more with women, but... All right. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was... Look at me. I'm trying to give you a hint here. Say men. Oh, it's, men. It's the path of all, least It happens resistance. all the time with men. <laughs> it's the leather loafer silk socks yep. guys. Especially the guy that walks into the lobby and he announces to everybody, because it's full of ladies, he announces to everybody that he rebuilt his engine, when he his first engine when he was 16 years old. Yep. 16 yep. years old. That's the guy I want as a customer. Right. He's the one that always gets the same answer. You know what? You're telling me how to fix your car, and you've diagnosed it, but when it doesn't fix your car, you're going to want me to pay for your bad diagnosis. So I'm booked now for the next four years. You're going to have to find another shop. Right. Be- right. And typically, he's an engineer. And I'm not talking about <laughs> an engineer that runs the locomotive for the Union Pacific Railroad either. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been providing expert auto and truck and light repair maintenance services to the customers of Mesa since 1970. ASE certified technicians, highest level of automotive service, and they follow up with friendly reminders to let you know when your car is due for service. It's never been easier or more convenient to keep your car and truck in top-notch shape if you would deal with Thompson's Auto Repair, which is located at Main Street, just east of Stapley. That's Thompson's Auto Repair, Main Street, just east of Stapley. We're going to come back in just a few minutes. Um, Ron, you're our first caller, I promise. And I'm sorry I didn't get you in this break, but if you'll hang on. But we have four lines available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And uh, when it comes to car repair, I'll, I'll tell you something that I have a comment on my truck a lot. Because you put those real aggressive tires on my truck, everybody says, oh, I bet it howls like crazy. Yep, we hear that a lot. But it doesn't. No, it's quiet. it has it has absolutely no noise, and, and no one will believe me. They come a, they've come a long way, and that tire that you've got on there right now is ultra quiet, and 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 surprisingly quiet. And I actually took a guy for a ride a Saturday night because he says there's no way it can't be. I said okay, come on, come on, come on. We just copped a, we happened to be in Pine or Pine or Strawberry. I don't even know where we were at, and we were coming down the road, and I was doing 55, 60 miles an hour, and we rolled down all the windows. Yeah, and it was I mean it, it, I could hear other cars louder than me. No, no question. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Not all repair shops are the same. Mark knows the best shops, and two of them have just been presented the Better Business Bureau's International Torch Award for Business Ethics, Tony's Auto Service Center, and Twenty Fifth Street Automotive. That's nothing short of amazing. These two shops know cars, but they care about the families they serve, our community, and the environment. They hire the best and stand behind their work with an ironclad warranty. Mention this announcement and receive a special discount on your first visit. For Tony's Auto Service Center at 56th Street and Thomas, call 480-945-7788 or go to Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. That's Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. And for 25th Street Automotive at Indian School and 25th Street, Call 602-955-2637 or go to 25thstreetautomotive.com. That's 25thstreetautomotive.com. Either way, definitely two shops you can trust to do what's right. 
Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Some call it a division, some a lost cause. But we know if we stand together, amazing things can happen. Not to fundamentally transform America, but to save it and to fundamentally restore the promise of America. 960 The Patriot and American Vision Windows present United We Stand with Sarah Palin and Dinesh D'Souza. September 4th at Grand Canyon University. A night to join together and stand up for America. No, we don't give up. We fight for what's right, and that's why we elect those to stand firm and speak on behalf of we the people. What he's trying to do is right the ship of the world that he sees as being wrong side up for 500 years. United We Stand with Sarah Palin and Dinesh D'Souza, September 4th, 7 p.m. at GCU Arena. Get your tickets or exclusive VIP meet and greet at 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you by Shasta Pool Repair. United We Stand and Divided We Will Fall. Let's go, guys. Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up? Of course. I I knew that. Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow, Jinx. <laughs> did you guys know that friendly children have more friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music? Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. obvious. Oh, hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? Huh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I knew that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark and Alan here at your service. We have different skill sets. I'm an ASE master tech, and he actually uh, has a, uh, a uh, performance business that does uh, lots of lifting and lowering, and he focuses on diesels, plus he does major diesel engine repair work. And uh, so we actually have two different uh, different skill sets. But like we promised, we're going to Ron first. Ron, I'm, thank you for holding as long as you did. What can I do for you? Uh, I got a, uh, a, a, a 2006 uh, GMC diesel, uh, uh, three-quarter ton. Okay. And it's got about 96000 on it. And the last six weeks or eight weeks, uh, it's been throwing a, a message on the dasher where the odometer is that it says low coolant. But I'm looking at and I'm looking at my uh, my gauge, 
and it never even gets above. I don't do much driving right now, so I'm, I'm just around town a lot. And uh, I just wanted to know if there was something wrong. The, the gate okay. never gets over 210. All right. And I, I, can, well, I can fix it. I can fix okay. it. I, okay. I, I can fix it. Um, Is it worth $2 to you? Uh, you bet. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next time the plate comes by or the next time there's a donation, you add $2 to your donation. I don't care. You bet I Okay. You bet I will. Alan, tell him about it. It's uh, it, actually easy, and that's a very, very common problem on the Duramax is the little, uh, the little float uh, chingaderas there in your coolant overflow jug is hanging up. It is either oh. bad or hanging up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we typically do is, is it's very sophisticated what we do. We usually hit it with a screwdriver, and that usually uh, <laughs> loosens it up temporarily. You know I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep what? the light on. Make sure that the, the coolant's full, and then hit that thing a couple good times with the, uh, with the screwdriver in. And, hit uh, the outside of the yeah, can? Yeah, yeah, the outside of the can with the handle of the All screwdriver, right. and that will usually loosen up the float. If okay. I'm not mistaken... I could be wrong. If I'm not mistaken, you have to replace the jug and the float as one assembly. I, I could okay. be wrong, but but I think you got to replace the whole thing. I, I got a better idea. Okay. All right. D- let's suck out. Get it. Go get your wife's turkey baster, mm-hmm. and suck all the coolant out of the jug, okay. and then take the hose off the bottom, and take right. the jug out. Then okay. put squirt it with some Dawn liquid <laughs> soap in it, and put a little water in it, hot water, and just shake the heck out of it. And shake, 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 and clean it. And then, after you're done, rinse it out really good, and then kind of take the tank in your hand and turn it left and turn it right and watch the float go up and down. Right. And oh. once you do all of that, then you put it all back together. Put the coolant back in it. Tell your wife that the turkey baster got ate by the dogs. Throw it away, and you're home free. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, don't, I don't think you can see the float in that one, and I think that's part of the reason why it but can't be. But he could be able to hear it if he's got the tank yeah, out yeah. and he's shaking it. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Um, but, but anyway, that, that's your problem. Okay. Um, uh, I just wanted to add to it, uh, my son got drawn for deer way over in, uh, I mean, excuse me, elk way over in uh, Unit 27 over by New Mexico, and we're going to go together. And I thought maybe I just should just go take it in and have the whole, I've never had uh, hoses, I've never had hoses, or does it have a, do they have a, a thermostat anymore? They have two. Yeah. Two thermostats. I've yeah. never had any of that checked, and I thought maybe I should just take it in and have it checked. Every how, how many miles again? 96. 96? Uh, about 96,000. All right, I have a suggestion for you. Um if we're on the tail end of the summertime, right? So, if I were you, I'd I'd plan for this thing. But you know, it wouldn't hurt for you to go get an upper and a lower radiator hose if you're capable of changing them. Go buy an upper and lower radiator sure. hose of a name sure. brand. Put them in your right. truck. Take them with you. Okay? Yeah. okay. But if I were you, April, May of next year, uh-huh. I'd have the hoses done. I'd have the coolant done all at the same time. You've already made it through the rough part of the summer. Yeah. And, and if you're going to yeah. go to New Mexico, you sure as heck aren't going to run into 104 degree temperatures there. <laughs> Yeah, that's and, for sure. Well, it's a winter hunt, so we're we're, we're bearing for a yeah, full winter. Yeah, so, so so you're home free. So I you can either wait or if 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 that just gets a hold of you and 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 you feel better, then yeah, go ahead and have it done now. I'd be willing okay. to bet the hoses are fine. We yeah, uh, I would too. Yeah, yeah they they last a uh, longer than you think. And when I sold my truck at 105,000 miles on it, it still had. Uh, I think we had done the upper hose. Oh, we had done the lower hose because we had to pull the lower hose off. And I said, "Hey, just put one on because we already yeah. you're going to charge yeah. me the labor anyway." But, yeah. but it's yep. up six and one half days there. Okay, I got to run. Thank you very much, Ed. Thank you very okay. much. Larry Harker's Auto is over at 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's been there a very long time since 1967. He's a trusted name for auto repair, fast, affordable services, auto electric, brake, 
auto emissions, vehicle maintenance. They handle all areas of auto repairs on both foreign and domestic cars. So you can contact them today to get your car running or have it checked out. One way or another, if you're anywhere near 38th Avenue Indian School for at least a five-mile circle, there's no finer shop there in that area. And actually, I'll even open up that area bigger. Camelback south to the 10, the 101 on the west, and the I-17 to the east. That's the area that Larry Harker holds down. So if you're in that area, then trust me when I tell you, they've been around a long time, and they're really, really good people, and they know what they're doing, and they're not going to guess with your money. And if they do guess, you're gonna, it's going to be stamped a guess, and you're going to know it's a guess, and it's your decision. And sometimes we fix cars by guessing, and the customer sometimes wins and sometimes doesn't. But if you can't get the problem to act up, then there has to be a con there. There sometimes is a time you you guess. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Ed and Harry, you guys are my one and two callers on the other side of the break. I'll see you in about three minutes or so. As long as they keep with the log, I think it's three and a half minutes. One way or another, Mark and Alan here at your service, 602-508-0960. We have three lines available, 602-508-0960. So the Ukraine throws out their dictator and gives the job to a pro-American, pro-Western leader. He immediately cries out for our help as Russian troops march to his doorstep. Our response? To wag our finger and threaten sanctions. Now we find out that our Secretary of Defense has lowered the size of our military to pre-Pearl Harbor levels. And he thinks that is a good thing. Are you seeing a pattern here? Is there something really wrong going on in Washington? And what can we do about it? Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. 
United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. DNB Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to DNB Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. DNB Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. DNB Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Let me get some business here. Let me talk about Kurtz Auto. Kurtz Auto is an independent, family-owned auto repair facility that focuses on your needs, not their needs, your needs. Since they opened their doors in 1987, Kurtz Auto Repair has been working on domestic and import gas and diesels. Again, ASE certified technicians, they're well-trained, and they've taken classes, up-to-date classes, that give keep them on the leading edge of technology. Kurt believes that being an excellent auto repair facility is more than just the repair. It's making certain that you trust them and we fix your symptom and that they offer you the very best treatment and work towards that word trust. Kurtz Auto is located at I-17 in Bell in Phoenix. And when I tell you that I get lots of attaboys about Kurtz, I'm not just kidding you. I'm telling you there's a heck of a lot of attaboys when it comes to Kurtz. And uh, and I know he's not telling the people to do it. I think that the people just feel obligated, or not obligated, but I think people feel like it's important to share that information, and, and they do it with me. Okay, Ed, you're up. Thank you for holding, Ed. How can I help you? Yes, I have a 1971 Plymouth Duster. It's a 318 with a 904 transmission, mm-hmm. speed automatic. And I want to tow the car. Uh, I need to know uh, when should I disconnect the differential? I mean, can I tow it in neutral for a little while? or? It, now, this is an automatic? Yes. Okay. I, I, I can't answer your question because I don't know the answer to that. Um, I'll tell you who to call to answer, to ask it. Um, I want you to call, uh, what part of town do you live in? Uh, North Phoenix. Okay. I want you to call um, Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Have you got a pencil handy? I'm writing it down as we speak. I'm going to give you his his phone number. It's 602-275-9671. And you've got to call before 11. Uh, because I think he goes out into the shop at 11, and he doesn't take calls after that, so call before oh, 11. Today? or does Oh, it, I, I, you can try him today. You can try him uh-huh. today. So it's, okay. it's uh, he, he, the question to him is, is, you know, how far can I? I'm quite sure you can tow that to the garage and back or to the 
to the car wash and back or small jaunts around town with it in mm-hmm. a neutral. I, I, I feel pretty confident in that, but I'd, I'd prefer you feel answer that. As far as towing it for any length of time, they, they, there's a couple things you can do. They make a collar assembly that you can disconnect the drive shaft, so they're going to put a spline in the middle or in the front of your drive shaft, so this collar slides over both splines, which connects the drive shaft, or you undo it, and the front half is steady, and the back half spins, so you can basically tow your car from here to New York City if you want. Right. So there, and, and then, of course, um, you can always pull it out, but here's what you do. When you pull the drive shaft out, um, and you can't just disconnect the back of it and wire it up because it'll fall down, hit the road, and yank it out, and you're going to have a mess that's going to cost you a 1000 bucks to fix. So you have to be able to pull the drive shaft completely out. Then they make a special cone that goes in the back of the transmission so you don't lose all the fluid. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things. And then you take the drive shaft and you know put it wherever you want and wrap up both ends with some old towels and stuff like that. The best place to put the drive shaft is on your wife's lap of the pickup truck that you're towing the duster with. Oh yeah, that will go over. <laughs> really. yeah, so that's uh, take it from me. I'm, I'm, I'm. But anyway, Phil can help you and answer the question: Is what are the boundaries to tow the duster and with all four on the ground, in neutral? What are my boundaries? That's what the that's the question. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Ed. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Harry. You're up next. How can we help you? Yeah, um, Mark, great show. i got two questions, one for you and one for Alan. Okay. Okay. And uh, one is, uh, I know you've talked a lot about oil. Um, I've seen some of these ads on TV about a Penn's oil and their new oil that they're making out of natural gas. You know, uh, and it seems to be a synthetic, I think, of some sort. Yeah. Do you have any information on that? or what? Uh, A synthetic is, is man-made. So we're using man weight. Uh, a conventional oil is an 80-20 oil. It's 80% Mother Nature and 20% engine additive package. The package helps the oil, the 80%, make it for three, four, five thousand miles. So okay. it's got wear inhibitors. It's got zinc. It's got uh, detergents. It's got something to control moisture. So those are the additive package. On a synthetic oil, we don't really have to add a bunch of stuff to counteract the sulfur in the in Mother Nature oil, so we can leave that additive out. And all the other bad things that are bad about that 80%, we don't need to put additives in because they're not there in a synthetic. And, and it's, it's just a... It's just a marketing ploy, in my opinion. Okay. It's we we start off with you know using something that's green, like the word natural gas, and uh, and we end up with an oil. The fact of the matter is, is that the top of the can is going to have the same S designation as all the rest of the oils that are synthetic of that weight, and it's not going to be any better or any worse. And and if I were you, I'd shop price. I sure wouldn't shop what color the can is. Right. Yeah. I just uh, I think I know how well that uh, you know some new outer new process or whatever but this is like you say a marketing thing yeah yeah okay i got a question for alan sure okay uh you you do programmers and all kinds of stuff like that i have an old three uh gm uh, duramax and uh, it's got a banks uh, exhaust and also exhaust brake on it and um i know they sell controllers and whatever uh for theirs but uh, the one you use, or uh, I guess, you know, use and recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that that's an easy question. We uh, 
I'm not a huge fan of the banks and only because I think that there is uh, better stuff out there for, for less money. Um, okay. The stuff that we use primarily uh, for Ford and for the Duramax stuff is the Edge products. Um, we've been using them for years. I remember when my dad first did a buy-in, buying direct from Edge back in 2000, uh, long before it was cool to work on diesels. Um, and that was for his 01 Duramax. I love their stuff. Um, I love the most about their stuff. Well, first of all, it's uh, the, the the price is good, um, but their customer support is just second to none. Um, okay. th- their stuff works great, and uh, and for your 03 Duramax, it would be a good uh, uh, th- that that's what I would do. Um, they have two different models, real quick. They have they have a module, and then they have a programmer. Um, I can you know I can go on and on and on about the the, the advantages and disadvantages to each, but uh, you know if you want to shoot me an email, I can kind of go over that with you. Okay, let me chime in too. The, the the bank system is just a system with no parameters that can adjust and no no options, no menus. It's just bolt on and that's it. Today we can put a television screen on your dashboard, a little bitty one, and you can up and down the power range through how many different uh, levels? I mean up to seven or eight levels. Okay. So if you want to be Rapid Roy the race car boy and you want to smoke your four-wheel drive diesel all the way across an intersection to show off. You just to seven, and you do a little brake to get the tires spinning, and then smoke them all the way across here. You want to do that. If you want fuel economy, or if you want to just back it up to see how far can I go low before I really know it. Or and you want to find where the sweet spot is to go empty and full, and we will tell you what number not to exceed if you're going to be hauling a trailer. Because that's right. where you're going to get into trouble. But now the parameters and the menu is huge. And and i got to tell you something. I, I remember when we put that Edge. And actually, how many different versions of Edge did we have between 2005 oh. and, two, and, wait a minute, and 2014 when I bought my Dodge? A lot. Nine years. We, I don't know how many different versions we went 13 into. 13 years. 2005? Oh, five. Well, you had oh, one. No, but I didn't buy my Duramax till oh, five. You had the, uh, no, you had that gray one. That was oh, the one. Oh, you're right. That's the first Duramax. Yeah. And then I bought the red one in 2005. Yeah. You know, I hate it when you correct me in yes. front of people like yeah. that. So the idea is is that the, the programmers got better, 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 better. And there's all of them have had struggles. Here's the difference. The really good guys recognize the problem, and when you call them, they don't blame it on you. Right. Because they already know the problem is theirs. So we we... We, and the, and the, what's the difference? Which is the TV screen where you can you can float up and down across the range, and which one do you have to p- stop, plug it in, and change the range? The module you can change on the fly. Okay. Um, and then the the programming is is uh, is stuff that you have to stop and change. And there's advantages and disadvantages to either of them, but that Just would take th- a lot of show. Just throw two numbers. Uh, price wise. Yeah. Um, programmers are typically cheaper, uh, anywhere from three to eight hundred, I would say, okay. uh, depending on gas diesel. And then uh, the modules are typically more than that. I haven't bought a module in a while, but I would probably say seven to twelve hundred, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. And then there's some installation issues, was as far as the modules concerned, yeah, because uh-huh. we got to mount the TV screen on the B pill- or the A pillar, and uh-huh. we got to paint the A pillar, and we, and we can incorporate it into all that fancy stuff. But right. the answer is, 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 uh, and and the bank system again, it, it's a fine system. It's just a Fred Flintstone system. When, when it's compared to all the different options that we have today. I know that you have modules that can take the speed limiter off of my Dodge truck. Certainly. 
at 96 miles an hour and put it to 140. Right. You got modules that I can put tires on and I can calibrate my speedometer down to the Nats tail end mm -hmm. to make sure that the speedometer and odometer are correct. So I've got all that we have, available. As a matter of fact, getting back to the TPMS, they're starting to work. One of my recommendations years ago was starting on the programmers is to give us TP, uh, TPMS parameters to go in there and program, and they have since started doing that. Now, they, they've started doing it with the Jeep because there's a, a, obviously a need for it when they go rock crawling and stuff, but I think in the future you're going to see TPMS parameters in some of those things as well. Tire pressure monitoring systems. It's the little light on your dash. For all of you that don't go to get the acronym, it's the, it's the little gauge on your dash that tells you one tire's lower. It'll tell you what your air pressure is on all four tires. Yeah. What we're doing is we're just faking the signal out. That's all we're doing. We're going to take the number that's given to the computer, and we're going to change that number and give it back to the computer. So we're just going to get in the middle of that transaction and change things. It's the difference in speed, tire size, and all that kind yep. of stuff. Yep. The tire size says that it's a 16-inch tire. We're going to say, no, it's really a 20-inch. So 16 comes out in a number. It's always a number format. So the number is 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 17, ABC. That comes out that way. We change that number, and we feed it something that says 20-inch tire, and that's it. Thank you, Harry. Thank you very much. And if you have any questions, mark at MarkSalem.com. Anybody else, we have open lines available, 602-508-0960. And, and Harry, too, real quick, if you want to send um, uh, Mark an email, and then he can forward it on to me, and we can go from there. Well, don't you have Alan? Yeah, I have Alan at SalemBoysAuto.com. Okay. That's what I have, yeah. Okay. Alan at SalemBoysAuto.com. A-L-A-N. A-L-A-N, yeah, that's right. A-L-A-N. All righty. Um, who is the other one, Jeremy? Dan, good morning to you, buddy. What can we do for you? Yes, I'm in the market for a, uh, a new car, and one of the things that bugs me about present cars is I get a simple something simple broke, and it's it's a lot of labor to get to it and fix it. I had a hundred, and I had a radiator fan that cost 150 bucks, and there was uh, three hours of labor to take the bumper off to get to it. Yeah. Is there any manufacturer that builds their cars with maintenance in mind? No, you're, that example, which is a perfect example of, I bet, do you have a Honda by chance? That was a Volkswagen. Okay, same thing. Um, there are cars out there, including all of them, that have idiosyncrasies. There are cars out there that take something very simple and make it as unbelievable. And it's embarrassing for us to have to say that, you know, in order to replace your radiator in your truck, it's $150. But in order to replace the radiator in your car, it's $400 labor. So we, we understand that. But, no, there is nobody out there that, uh, that their cars get an A from bumper to bumper. But I, I do want to tell you this. Those kinds of things, if we process 30 cars a day, those kinds of things only really happen once a week. So if you've had some bad luck with a couple of the cars that you own or that you do own, I think it's just the luck of the draw for you. Because really and truly, that doesn't happen very often. I know that there's a car out there right now that we can set, we can replace the headlight assembly, or the bulb in most any car for under a hundred bucks. And there's a couple out there that are three hundred dollars. Oh yeah. So, so when you, but but if if you look, let's look historically. Other than the the bad experience you've had, has anybody else had any bad experiences that you know of? And, and the answer is probably no. So I wouldn't let that dictate what you're going to buy. I wouldn't let those bad experiences do that. Just pick something that makes you really happy and, and just trust that if you've already been in the tar barrel twice, chances of you being in the tar barrel again are pretty slim. So yeah, I was just hoping there was someone out there that considers it. I had a 
944 Porsche 84, and I could work on that one, and, and it was fairly simple to work on. You, you, I, could, I could do the brakes. I could do a lot of things. You, um, you're right. You're 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 exactly right, Dan. You, you what you say is exactly right. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. All fine lines are available. We'll be back for our second hour of our show in just a minute. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 